Want more clicks to your website and more customers for your startup, but have absolutely no idea how to get it? Gear up, because it's about to change. Welcome to Stacking Pancakes, the podcast that shows you exactly how to build your startup's organic growth. Hello there. Welcome to the show. This is a super exciting episode, the first interview I've conducted for Stacking Pancakes, and it turned out to be an incredible one. I'm chatting with Jane Portman, the CEO of UserList, a fantastic email marketing automation startup. I invited Jane to tell you about how UserList built its organic growth engine. Now, full disclaimer, I was part of the process. I worked with UserList, I helped them kickstart their program, and you'll hear a bit about that during the interview too. You'll also hear what it was like for UserList to get into SEO and launch and build the strategy. You'll learn about the challenges Jane and her team encountered. You'll also hear about results they've been getting. And finally, and this is super exciting, you'll learn how they've been scaling their efforts lately. It's all super exciting, so let's get to the interview. And we're recording. Hey, hello. Hey, Jane. Hi, Pavel. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. um, We haven't talked for a while, so it's good to catch up. But before we get to that, before we talk about SEO, can you tell people listening, who is Jane and what is UserList, your company? UserList is an email marketing platform that targets specifically uh, SaaS companies. So we're like your MailChimp, but much better for a very specific niche use case. We help you uh, manage marketing email and lifecycle email that happens after uh, people sign up, like user onboarding and stuff. And we've been in the game for about five years. Before that, I used to be a UI UX consultant. So I'm a designer by trade and However, these days, all I talk about is marketing and specifically email marketing. And all I do is uh, content marketing that talks about email marketing. So it's, it's, it's very little design in my world. All I do creative is uh, probably like picking creative images for our blog or things like that. <laughs> and a little bit of product design, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say that probably this. And you're the CEO. Uh, yeah, that. we run it together with my co-founder. He's the technical brain, okay. and I'm legally the CEO. Um, yeah. And marketing and everything yeah. Yeah. around. We're a team of six cool. at the moment, <laughs> uh, if that if that helps uh, establish the context for our listeners. So we're still a small team, but mm-hmm. definitely off the ground, and it's definitely easier these days than it was before, because the name is out there, uh, and, and, and things mm-hmm. have got much easier as we've got the team. Brilliant. And you're quite present in the SERP, right? In, in the SEO. And, and I wanted to talk to you about your journey, basically. And like, full disclosure, I know your journey. We talked about it before, but, and, I, and it's super interesting. And especially, not, not especially, but like, the, like kind of the first attempt, which maybe we could talk about now and, and, and also the stuff that's been happening later on. But, but tell me, how did it all begin? So you launched user list, you built, I don't know if it was the prototype or, or full working product, etc. And eventually, um, I'm sure the thought came, oh, we should do some organic, right? Um, it's been an interesting journey because we started this, uh, both of us having a little bit of influence in our circles. I had a nice personal brand. I had a podcast, a mailing list. And I somehow assumed that this time is going to be easier. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to mm-hmm. sort of parlay that authority and existing audience and kickstart it from there and then word of mouth and other things. Um, 
but it didn't work. <laughs> it did work. Okay. Um, it did work, but only like for for that necessary fraction to kick things off the ground, but not more. Like um, whenever okay. I would post things to my personal mailing list, I wouldn't get any immediate conversions. And just overall, as we've learned over the years, it's really hard to make people switch email marketing tools. So it's always uh, sort mm. of an uphill battle to uh, activate, like to... Uh, convert people to help them get on board and also it's, it's always a challenging journey so uh, we we tried different things we experimented here and there and we did publish content but it was always things like how we did this how we did that how cool we are like uh, pr pretty exciting stuff to read probably even useful but nothing that would target specifically our audience and and the subject mm. matter and uh, we've done like marketing consultants as well in the beginning and uh but, but content is really like it's always on the table like yeah sure you can do content marketing it's great you're you have authority you're a great fit for content marketing but until you do that you're kind of not sure whether that's gonna work or not and then also you can't really test it in one month you've got to really invest so we no, didn't exactly, start yeah. that until about two years ago and uh for the context, I had zero expertise in SEO. Um, the way things worked okay. out previously for me is uh, owning a couple keywords for UI breakfast, particularly mm -hmm. uh, keywords like UI audit and productized consulting, one of my previous books in the past. Just so happened mm -hmm. that they drove traffic uh, to site a little bit alongside personal authority. So um, my original understanding of SEO was publish useful stuff, do a bit of like promotion around it. So not like sit in silence, but do mm -hmm. promotion, people will come to you. And that that's that has yeah. worked out. But that has not worked out this time. So <laughs> uh, we had okay. to uh, we had okay. to uh, have a more educated approach to SEO. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But our niche was First, crazy competitive, and second, mm -hmm. we struggle to even explain what our tool does, not to mention the keywords for content. Uh, and you can describe email marketing in about a thousand different words, um, and everybody has their own ways mm -hmm. to, to, to say. Uh, you can say that this is behavior-based email, uh, lifecycle marketing, um, email marketing strategy for SaaS, uh, yeah. and, and about it as another variations of, of just what we do. And not to mention uh, when you yeah. want to like target um, a topic to write about. So mm -hmm. I'm really glad we didn't try to do it ourselves and we just, well, what we did, we hired you to have an additional consultation, <laughs> but... It was basically, that was basically the only way forward because we were absolutely lost at this stage. And like, how do we get started on this journey? Yeah. Um, yeah. What you did, probably it's a good place for mm -hmm. you to, 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 to say it yourself. But what we've received was uh, just a massive report with uh, keyword ideas, keyword research, and also content strategy map. Uh, and I'd love yeah. to hear how you did that because that was like month of work. Um, and I have no clue where it yeah. appeared from. Yeah. So probably time to flip the table. Ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. Um, just digging around. No, um, yeah, I remember that. It was like, what, two, three-year-long content plan that ended up. And it was actually amazing because we didn't set out to do 
that, right? You you asked me for some help for figuring out where where to go. Um, and I just, it's almost like, it doesn't happen in with every company, but with some companies you open the box and suddenly there's, or open the door and suddenly there's so many avenues you can take. And that was the case with you. So it's funny because it stands in, it's always in contrast to what you said. Oh, like, you know, you were trying to figure out keywords. And on my end, it was like, oh gosh, how do I cut out phrases, right? Um, so we ended up with this two-year plan in the end. But, and yeah, I'm really delighted with it still. So yeah, so I really appreciate having me on this. This was actually a fabulous experience. And, um, and you guys have been implementing it, of course, right? Um, so, and, and, and what I would like to talk about and kind of move away from me, this is not self-promotion now time. So, um, so I would love to hear about your challenges with this because for, for those guys listening, what, what we ended up with, with the strategy was, yeah, list of, um, almost like all the information or all the keywords or topics, um, that user list would have to cover or should cover to, like almost dominate the CERC basically, right? So we had very uh, top, we covered topics very close to the product and then the ones very far away, but still relevant, etc. cetera. Um, and you guys set out to achieve it. And, and tell me, what was the, what were the challenges with this? So one challenge that we've touched on is uh, a lack of clarity around keywords. Um mm-hmm. And the second challenge was in our own perception of how SEO works. So we were, yeah, we weren't really, I wasn't personally not familiar with the concept of search intent and that A, you need to create content for SEO. Well, that was kind of like a given, but that needs to be a specific format uh, that answers that particular yeah. question oh, and yeah. that you wouldn't rank with your homepage for SaaS email marketing but you would rank for a SaaS email marketing strategy yeah. guide. And that was the biggest yeah. revelation combined with that keyword research. Then we started to mm-hmm. gradually uh, work through that content roadmap. So initially you were the one who were <coughs> writing articles for us. Mm-hmm. Then we embarked on an diff- interesting journey on how we can do this even better. Uh, we tried mm-hmm. uh, a couple other agencies. We tried expert writers. And then over the course of about a year and a half, probably, we covered, we did cover the majority of those um, main mm-hmm. keywords that we really needed to cover, like user onboarding and mm-hmm. SaaS email marketing strategy. Yeah. And at the same time, we were observing how things started to rank and we started to get traffic. So yeah. it was like a gradual journey. We were both hands-on doing like... Uh, I don't know what it was, uh, three, four posts uh, per month at first. Then yeah, we slowed down like a little yeah. bit. So we right now we do probably two or three per month. Uh, and yeah. at the same time, when we've got this like bulk done, we really double mm-hmm. down on quality to make this not just useful, but like crazy useful and crazy exciting for the reader. Mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. There are a couple... Aspects where we were lucky is one is the SaaS niche in general for email marketing is not super busy. Like email marketing at its own mm-hmm. is a very busy niche. But when you add Whoa, SaaS to something, you suddenly mm-hmm. get a leg up 
and you can rank much better because nobody cares about mm -hmm. SaaS specifically. Usually, like uh, the vast majority of email marketing advice out there is tailored to e-commerce and just general yeah. purpose folks. Yeah. Um, and SaaS is like, it sounds like a big niche, but in fact, it's, it's a niche niche and it's nice. And also mm -hmm. has a crazy mm -hmm. load of challenges, which we were able to gradually address. And uh, parallel yeah. to content, we were on this um, mastery, like education quest on how do we better understand our customers, their needs, their problems and their struggles and what the customers care to hear about. And that mm -hmm. understanding over the last two years has evolved dramatically. Like we do mm -hmm. regular rounds of customer interviews to do that. Also, we use every demo as an opportunity to learn about their problems, mm -hmm. uh, listen to the language, hear where they struggle. For example, um, just like recent example, we've been starting out uh, with done-for-you services and we've stumbled across mm -hmm. cases where customers struggle because their pricing model is not free trial and it's not freemium. Mm -hmm. So they don't find any of that common advice for their specific pricing model. They wow. might be running on credits or they might be taking a commission fee. And then they're at a loss, like, what does my life cycle look like? And uh, when you see this physical person, like literally struggling in front of your eyes, mm -hmm. and then you have an opportunity to work with them and develop their um, their lifecycle emails, then it becomes an amazing educational material in the end. And we've just uh, probably Absolutely. by the time this is out, this will have been published, uh, a guide for unpopular pricing models. This is so niche. Like... Nobody, yes. nobody at Mailchimp would care about it, but our listeners, our readers would. So these days we're less about keywords because, to be honest, this kind of guide isn't really gonna rank for, like, who's gonna search for unpopular pricing models? Let's admit it. But well, that's the, <laughs> well, well. The trick is that's actually one of the. I, I, I wanted to say shortcuts, but it's not a good word because it's not a shortcut. It's not something that will get you anywhere faster, but it's almost like a hack. Let's stick to that word. I don't like it either. But anyway, um, it's one of the best hacks to actually focus on what your potential audience wants to read. So one approach to SEO is, and, and this is the obvious and a good approach, I'm not criticizing it, it it's, I, I do this too, is to go and look for topics, keywords, etc. But another approach is to start from the other end and look at customer problems, write content that addresses those, even if you don't have keywords. I think we talked about this a um, few months ago to actually, where you can you know, you know, create content addressing problems like unpopular pricing models, publish it, and in a few months, go back to Google Search Console and see what Google ranks it for. And there is a chance there will be something there. If so, you don't know what the, what keyword to target. Fine, <laughs> I get it. But you you know it's a real problem. Uh, and and come back. Yeah, I was on. trying to figure out how this uh, SaaS model is called, where you charge a commission fee. And what I learned is that mm -hmm. SaaS fee is a ski resort in Switzerland. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh really? That is uh, that's yeah, like that's how niche. Uh, nobody the... cares about SaaS when there's a ski resort with the same name. So true that, true yeah. that. But you never know. There might be an actual 
like problem or question you'll see in Google Search Console, and but you have to give it time. That's the thing. So you know, it's like you go, you, you need to go leave it for another three six months, leave it that post up there and see. And so it's almost like finding that those keywords post factum rather than before and optimizing the content. But um, but you already know you're targeting, excuse me, a real problem. So it's it's a super powerful there strategy. Is, uh, there is a bit more to this. Uh, so we write these big guys like I described. Uh, it's usually basically me uh, condensing the knowledge because mm -hmm. uh, I, as a small team, we do have this privilege of me both doing sales calls and like, live talking to customers and writing. Like, if mm -hmm. we were a corporate situation, that probably won't be true. Uh, so there is, like, one core guide per month, let's say, or every couple months. And then we still tap into um, keywords. Uh, for example, we have a writer... Uh, she produces about two posts a month for different email examples. Mm -hmm. And we have this uh, privilege mm -hmm. of something-something SaaS email examples... Um, is like a formula mm -hmm. we're following there. And we've done a gazillion, and there is a gazillion to do uh, still. Like cancellation mm -hmm. email examples, survey mm -hmm. email examples, feedback email examples, like mm -hmm. pricing update email examples, anything. So we're slowly like exploring this. Uh, oh, she actually does one per month. Uh, that would be the correct uh, phrase. And one more, we usually... We don't typically accept guest posts, but sometimes somebody very reasonable mm -hmm. comes along and we um, like work with them a topic on a topic that would also match our like intent. And we don't allow any bad quality stuff. So we don't like accept top level kind of stuff that is the kind word for it but basically yeah. what's floating around the web we don't do that we only work in yeah. depth or we collaborate with them pretty heavily on the drafts together and uh, yeah we're very very specific on the type of quality we want up mm -hmm. on our blog so we have this uh, email examples kind of direction we have these top guides that we're publishing also we do have events from time to time also around those same topics and then um from those events, workshops, roundtables, we write uh, recap po posts that results yeah. in another in another piece of content. But with that in mind, we still have that bulk of content done on the initial keywords that ranks the mm -hmm. best and brings us the majority of folks um, via traffic. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of having that done and uh, producing more exciting stuff uh, to bring in eyeballs. Yep. Another piece of the equation is uh, distribution. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, yeah. I don't have any scientific data as per like how uh, actual human readers uh, versus uh, SEO traffic, like how they play with each other. But I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. that Google does care about people visiting and reading stuff. Oh, yeah. So, we do oh, have yeah. a dedicated team member, Katarina, who goes around uh, communities and uh, organically participates in discussions, uh, dropping link to our content, mm -hmm. not in every post, but just where it makes sense. So just drawing yeah. real human eyeballs to this. And when we started that about a year right. ago, um, I didn't invent this. Uh, we hired our pit. Uh, of uh, he was previously at Indagromat, he now runs a storic. Mm. We hired him for a consultation. He said, if I could start from scratch, so what he did, he built a blog 
uh, on a very niche topic, uh, like SaaS product something or analytics, and then he sold it, I think, to Amp- Amplitude, if I'm I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is a great like success story. What did he do right? What did he do yeah. wrong? What can we learn from him? And then we invited him on the call, and uh, he said that if I could change anything, I would write less and start promoting much more, much earlier. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's the type of promotion he said that works is actually engaging in human conversations, not like publishing boilerplate tweets. That's not promotion. That's just like, yep. that's okay. a substitute. So uh, that's what we did. And once we had somebody uh, distributing those new pieces, there was a whole new surge of energy in the team, and especially for me personally mm-hmm. to write, because I now knew that these posts will be distributed and deserve attention, mm-hmm. gain attention, versus just disappear in the void. Because to be honest, what yeah. we described, like the kind of work I do, I just never have time personally to hang out and share content. That's just like, mm-hmm. uh, I probably could. For a lot of money, but I will also be miserable and not get any other work done. Uh, so that's I just can't juggle all the balls. So that's why we have a special person doing it for us, and it all creates a synergy of this great content game that we have going on. That is both product like uh-huh. brings results and and inspires uh, us to keep yeah. going. <laughs> uh, speaking of results, do you remember your first big result from SEO? To be honest. I don't remember the specific like day when I looked up and saw something, mm-hmm. but it what was it? Was it like three, four months in that we started seeing some rankings? A bit, a bit longer, longer. A bit longer. I remember that. I don't remember the exact day either, but I remember the email from you. It's working. <laughs> remember, and you sent me a graph from. Um, and I really want to chat about this, and uh, and I tell you why. Um, I hear a lot of. Like I, I, I talk to a lot of companies who are where you were back then or when we started, right? So they see everyone um, in the search. So I've been by everyone, I mean, the competitors or companies they look up. So whatever search they put in, those people are there. And and they they want to, or and, and they make a decision, okay, we're going to go after this too. And, and then the thought, comes usually you know it, it, it's just how what's gonna happen how will this work out what's you know what should i expect it's intimidating basically and and i get it like you know you have a new site or relatively new site you haven't done seo or content so it's obviously you know you don't know what to expect that's why i wanted to talk about this because i i remember the email from you or a slack message is like you know it's working and uh and 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 chart. That, the graph <laughs> which is which is, I tell you, it was, um, I'm counting months, it was about five, six months in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, we. I, I was already working on other projects, so you guys were, you know, you took over, um, and, and I remember that message, and, and I remember it was so funny, because you were like, oh my gosh, it's working, and I'm like, yeah, of course, it's like, you know, that's exactly when it should happen, um, that it was like a lovely spike, right? Uh, but um, but so yeah, I just wanted to talk to you. Even your expectations. How did that? And I know I'm kind of trying to kind of go back and 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 you know talk about your experiences back then. But um, if you are if you like, work even, in marketing long enough, 
you like reduce your expectations to zero. <laughs> kind fair of. enough. Okay. <laughs> you probably see those. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But we just had this commitment, and the reason why we kicked this off is because initially I had a conversation with one of the fellow founders, and it has uh, mm-hmm. he was able to bring a blog up from scratch to significant traffic in like reasonable amount of time mm-hmm. like a year so we knew it was possible mm. and we were just ready mm-hmm. for those small results uh slow gradual results and that's mm-hmm. uh, basically we just doubled down did the work with you and uh, we're really happy to see those trickling in it wasn't as much excitement because well no it was super exciting because I've never been able to intentionally make SEO work before in my life. So it was like result mm-hmm. uh, that you can touch. Yeah. Uh, previously, we just had a, a load of branded traffic. So people just searching for useless and that's all. Yeah. That was all we have. And suddenly we started mm-hmm. seeing traffic to pages that we <laughs> deliberately created for SEO. And it grew yeah. and grew. And now it's like um, three times that uh, and a little bit of branded traffic. That's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, that mm-hmm. was a sign that things are working out. And then another sign was that when we started getting on demos, uh, people were like, "Oh, I found your content! I found your content! I like, I found you in Google." Uh, Lovely. And these days, not just that, so but also hear. people compliment us a lot about uh, our content, about email marketing, and uh, con- like articles that we do. Um, yeah. So it's like double double nice uh not only they find us but yeah. they also very excited to find a resource that cares about niche SaaS uh content brilliant that that's brilliant to hear and tell me uh, um just want to kind of explore another thing you mentioned um you worked with quite a number of content providers and talk to me about your experiences um and again the reason is it's it is sometimes a hit and miss right and uh, so and and for somebody who's never gone through this like hiring content agencies it's a, it's again uh, quite an intimidate it can be quite intimidating so talk to me about your experiences about this let's skip me let's 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 make that deal let's skip me I only did the initial first okay. few pieces and let's skip that let's oh, move on from nice there okay to skip on that uh, because like the reason Let's we kept looking that. because we couldn't um, achieve what we wanted for <clears throat> and we started yes. for with um, expensive pieces with you that were uh, mm-hmm. definitely great for SEO itself Big guys, um, yeah. mm-hmm. we knew they weren't perfect when it comes to subject matter so that kept bothering us and mm-hmm. we were hoping that there will be that magical place in the world where people you can just pay couple thousand a month and you will get back a few quality pieces that match exactly what you want Mm -hmm. and that was not happening because uh, except our business who is niching down this topic to be honest no other agency is really niching down on the topic and you will not find experts Mm -hmm. in agencies you will find very nice people productive writers who are good with english um, can ship like nice language can do rather rather nice like SEO, putting keywords in your headlines and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what we were looking for is the actual meaningful content. And we were only able to achieve that um, in-house with help of like mm-hmm. um, writers that we work with super closely. 
and uh, mm-hmm. we have a very strong component of us guiding like the brief and it's it's a pretty tight collaboration as a result so mm-hmm. we use this expert expertise that we have um we also have this stage where we try to work with individual industry experts but mm-hmm. unfortunately there might be some out there that could do this for us but we were willing to pay quite a good deal of money for thought leadership content but there was this balance like we were willing to put like a good sum of money down but not as much and the results that we're getting were mm-hmm. also nice but also not as nice as uh, as the amount of money okay. that we put down and also the people that we were expecting to work with they were high value consultants and respectable authorities therefore mm-hmm. like you can't possibly ask them to write for less money it's it's kind of awkward yes. okay. so it's fair but the kind of content that got back it was nice but it was not worth what we paid at least in our bootstrapped okay. kind of budget worldview uh, as a result, we did a few collaborations. They were nice, but we wound that part down and ended up doing uh, like our own expertise, uh, written with the mm-hmm. hands of a few in-house or like freelance close writers. So now, <laughs> surprisingly, we can do better content for less money as a result of this, it's because we know what exactly needs to be leveraged and where you can like let go and what, where you need to control things uh, when it comes to. Yeah the gist of things. Yeah, it's, it's never easy, but it's definitely enjoyable. And there's never-ending educational quest when you learn how to explain very complex concepts to the reader. So it's always very yeah. nice uh, just to, to see how you get better at that and uh, with time. So it's it's sort of yeah. our own educational well, quest. Uh, uh, yeah, and I, I absolutely love what you mentioned about working primarily in-house and i see this time and time again and and this is not a critic on anybody because um many writers and most of the writers i've encountered they're really great writers and you know who as you say they they have the talent they have the skill they have the command of the language um but there is that element of in-depth knowledge that's usually but in most cases not there unless somebody deliberately specializes in a particular topic and i i totally agree um the the guidance and actually it should be done in-house to at least certain degree and even if like the final putting it together the writing the text is not done in-house it's somebody who works very closely with the in-house team rather than an agency, and, and again, this is not a critic on agencies. I know some agencies, fantastic agencies, but I also think, for even from SEO point of view, it, it's it's brilliant what you're doing. But, so, but you know, if, having, if it wasn't yeah. for agency, for your consultant help and your writing work, that we, when we did this bulk of content on the top level words, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have started off the ground uh, in that kind of Thank so. You. This attitude as in better done than perfect, that's the name of our podcast show, uh, we yeah. have to embrace this attitude in order to get this bulk volume up and running before being able to mm-hmm. uh, drill down on quality. So it's a combination of things. You can't just do everything on your own. Suppose, yeah. And we also needed to see what you do 
to make sure we can do similar things, but just more uh, like with better I actually noticed <laughs> later pieces. I, I noticed later pieces using my formats and, and certain types of pieces, which was really nice. But I tell you what, I've actually even changed slightly uh, uh, the way I approach this. And, and rather than creating in those initial pieces and, and the setting formats this way, I, I now prefer to set formats and templates and guidelines, etc., and then maybe oversee the initial pieces, but don't, I, but actually not do them myself anymore. Have the person who's going to be taking over do it from, from the start with me, because then it's easier to just let them go and continue. And it's, uh, but but you're right. It's uh, for SEO. It's super important to know what to do rather than just hand it over to somebody to try figure it out or try doing something with it and and have a format and, and, and processes and formats and, and styles set up from this. So you're hitting the, the, the optimum or the maximum, actually, uh, quality and also and the SEO uh, effectiveness straight away. But um, so, so, so tell me one last thing. This is all super exciting. And also, look, I, I thank you so much. I, I have to thank you for plugging me in this. I wasn't expecting that. That wasn't the, the purpose of this, to, to be a case study. So I really appreciate it. But tell me what's next. If you can tell, like, you know, some people say, no, that's, that's a mystery. That's, or, or that's a secret, not a mystery, a secret. Um, but what's next? There's nothing dramatic uh, coming along, but okay. we do have the intention to keep going. So we just put this as mm -hmm. a process in the background of our, it's like a fundamental process in our marketing and we mm -hmm. publish on a schedule uh like i mentioned we do two three posts a month typically and we just keep going and keep exciting our readers with new new topics and there's there's a bunch uh more that <laughs> we need to write uh not not based on keywords but based on the knowledge that uh, that is lacking out there so we're in that nice mission and well it's it's definitely looking brighter and brighter because we gained that reputation of a company that's kind of killing it with content. Yeah. It's so nice to hear, especially if you know like how it ex right. exactly it started and how it's going now. Uh, so we get that yeah. reputation. Some folks say like, oh, your, your blog is the example of blog that I show to my peers when like that is how a SaaS blog wow. should look like. Other nice stuff like well that done. when you get, when you hear it. It just makes your day brighter. So we just intend to keep yeah. up that reputation. For example, like uh, I have uh, role model model is the Ahrefs blog and academy. It's like a, a mm. go-to resource. So we just want to be that kind of reputation resource, but in the field of SaaS email marketing and automation. So uh, that's uh, that's the mission we're on. Uh, and yeah, complementing mm -hmm. it, uh, there is a lot of potential how to nurture those leads once they arrive to the site. Uh, we have given up on trying to convert them to trial or demo immediately because we know how long the sales cycles are. Mm -hmm. So about a year, we have been only driving new visitors to the email list sign up, and then we do email mm -hmm. marketing with them. So there is endless potential in what, what can be done inside the email marketing list as well. Brilliant. Uh, so that'd be great to dedicate more time to that part as well.
mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a never never ending long cycle uh, marketing play. Awesome. Sounds amazing. Listen, best of luck with that. And thank you so much for for coming into the show and, and sharing this. I really appreciate uh, it. Well, thank you for having us. It's 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 a journey that's worth uh starting. So if anyone is on the verge, please do. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, please do. Exactly. Thanks, Jane. Cheers. <laughs>